Hey guys, uh, it's been a while since I did a podcast by myself, but um, I just wanted to talk about some things, you know, why not? Um, the, I mean, well, there's a lot of buzz going around for the upcoming Spider-Man No Way Home movie, and um, yeah, I am excited for it. Um, I mean, I've seen, the tra- I've seen the first trailer as of yet, uh, so as of now, there's a second trailer about to come, and I haven't seen it because it isn't out yet. Uh, it's going to be out tomorrow, apparently. And I'm pretty hyped for it. Um, the main reason I'm probably hyped for No Way Home is because Toby could show up and Toby is my favorite Spider-Man. Uh, I grew up with um, the Raimi films as a kid and I really adored them. So um, that's what I'm mainly waiting for. But I do like Spider-Man as a character and I like Tom Holland's movies. I really love Homecoming. Far From Home was fun, I guess. Uh, it was very weak in terms of writing and stuff, but it was fun. Um, so I'm looking forward to No Way Home and I really hope it's good, but it's, I just wanted to talk about it a bit, right? Um, like some of my excitement of, you know, about it and, um, also what I am sort of afraid of, you know, um, like it's about, from what we have seen in the trailer, we see that Peter's identity is now revealed, right? So everybody's now crazy because, um, everyone in Peter's school knows everyone the entire world knows and you see peter and mj in a relationship and they're in this rooftop just like chilling and talking and peter's like the crazy stuff going down there right that's good and then you have not only peter and mj you have aunt may and you have ned and you have this whole identity crisis and so peter has to go you know to dr strange for help and he asks him to sort of make everyone forget about this sort of whole event and one thing I really want uh, for No Way Home to do is the first act of the movie, let it just be about Peter struggling, you know. I think that has been one of the major sort of um, aspects about Peter's character is that he's a person who's always just struggling. He cannot catch a break. He's always going through something or the other. And that makes him very relatable, you know. Spider-Man 2 is my favorite Spider-Man movie. And one, you know, the whole sort of beginning sequence of that movie is just Peter you know, doing his job and failing and sort of failing in sort of friendships and relationships and you just see him, you just see his daily life and you see how much it sucks and you can relate to that. But, and you also feel bad for him because he can't help it, right? He has to be Spider-Man. He has to sort of um, take the responsibility of these powers and he has to use them, but you also see how it affects his sort of personal life. So I really want the first act of uh, no way home to be about peter struggling with this issue you know i don't want them to have uh, like explore this in a very minute way and then just cut to all the good action bits i really want i don't want like action is like fine but i don't want too much action i just want character i want to see peter struggling with this i want to see peter's loved one struggling with this how this affects him negatively or positively um how this affects the relationship between peter and um mj and how this affects peter and his aunt and his friend ned right i want this stuff now i'm not too excited like for it because in the raimi films the supporting characters have character like they have their own sort of beliefs and motivations and wants right whereas who is mj here right i only know mj as zendaya the actress but as a character who is mj i know nothing about her Ned, who is Ned? What does he want? What does he like? What does he want, right? Nothing, right? MJ is just this weird, quiet girl and Ned is just the funny friend, right? Uh, so I really would hope that maybe this would flesh them out as characters a bit. 
but I'm really worried about it. I'll tell you why, right? So you have all of this identity crisis, MJ, Ned, Aunt May, Happy Hogan, and now there are these sort of lawyers coming and there are rumors that Matt Murdock from the Netflix shows will also come here. You have all of this and then you have Doctor Strange and then this whole becomes about this whole mystical element to it and something goes wrong and I don't know, maybe um, other sort of MC, uh, other sort of Spider-Man villains and Spider-Man themselves might appear in this universe. Some mumbo-jumbo going on, right? Um, it's very worrisome because this could get really messy. Now, I am excited to see Doc Ock from the Spider-Man Raimi films return. If he is from that universe, is he just the same looking Doc Ock but with a different, from a different universe? I don't know. Um, but, I don't know, Green Goblin's also coming. You see his grenade and you also see uh, Green Goblin just like occupying a very small portion in the recent posters, which... People have been absolutely trashing the recent posters and I mean, it's fine. It's an okay poster. It's not terrible. It's not good. It's just okay. It's funny to see it get trashed so much. Um, I just sit back and watch. But um, yeah, it's it's fine. It's like a, it's an average poster. But Doc Ock and Green Goblin are coming and I, hopefully they're also from the Raimi films ones. So that I'm looking forward to. But I'm sort of... It's really worried, right? You might also get Toby and Andrew, and that's what I'm mainly excited for. I love Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man as a character somewhat. His movies are fine. I like the first uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, second one is not good. Um, but if if they're also coming, let's just say, let's just assume they're coming, right? Which is most likely a sure thing, despite the actors denying it. Um, you have identity... You have Doctor Strange, you have all this multiverse collapsing shit, you have Doc Ock, you have Green Goblin, you have Toby and Andrew and even possibly an entire Sinister Six. You have Electro, you have Sandman and you have possibly Rhino. You have, you know, even Mysterio could return from the previous movie. So as much as it is fun to speculate about all of this, this actually gets me more worried because the film could become this entire mess of so much bloated stuff right and i'm really sort of scared that what if amongst all of this it fails to be a good movie because that's what i mainly want right i mean look if i see toby i will cry like hell because i love toby's spider-man but i really want it to be a good movie i think far from home was a really good movie right oh sorry homecoming not far from home homecoming was a really solid movie it has you know peter's a solid uh, protagonist and he is a really good villain and peter sort of has this belief and his beliefs are tested and peter is forced to mature as a person it has a good character arc good villain really good movie solid movie overall i i'm really worried about this because um i'm not the kind of person who sort of is like this movie didn't live up to my expectations. This movie didn't do what I wanted it to do, so it sucks, right? Um, when I say I want the first act of No Way Home to be this, I'm just saying I hope this is the case, right? But they could do something that's even better than what I hope, right? So I never know. I'm just saying that this is something I'm hoping to see, right? But I won't be pissed if I don't see it. I will just go against it if I feel like it fails writing-wise, right? But... I'm just really sort of worried about how much this one film can take in. 
and sure maybe it can have a lengthy runtime like Endgame, right? I really love Endgame. Um, I think it's it's not perfect, obviously, but I think it balances um character and sort of action and spectacle and everything really well. Uh, it's really a miracle how they managed to do that. So um, it's possible. Uh, I'm really interested to see what John Watts does with this. But yeah, it's pretty worrisome considering you have the entire Sinister Six and you have Toby and you have this identity crisis, right? Um, there could be certain character deaths. Um, I don't really know. Uh, but the thing is, I wouldn't really care because the Spider-Man films of uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man films, they never really made me care about the supporting characters really. Other than Peter, because he's the main protagonist. I mean, if he dies, I'll be pretty sad, I guess. But like, if that, if Ned dies, I mean, some people might care, but really, I don't give a shit because you don't even know who Ned is. He's just the funny friend, right? And Zendaya, sorry, MJ. See, they're sort of, you know, they're the same, basically, right? Um, if MJ dies, I'll care a bit because she's sort of Peter's love interest, but I know nothing much about her on her own, right? Uh, but if... I mean, if, if let's say MJ dies and the film sort of um, builds her up and fleshes her out as a character in the beginning, before all this multiverse shit happens, maybe I'd care. Um, again, I don't want character deaths for the sake of it. It should serve a purpose to the story. Um, but I also really want this to be a really good Spider-Man movie, a really good Peter Parker movie. Um, I, I'm really sort of like interested to see what... Um, Peter's the Tom Holland Peter's growth could be in this movie like in Spider-Verse um, Miles has his own character arc and this other Peter B. Parker is sort of this mentor figure who sort of helps Miles get there to a certain extent and then Miles has to sort of take his own leap of faith and grow as a person but also uh, Miles sort of change also um, causes Peter B. Parker to change uh, to sort of come out of his state of loneliness and longing to actually become, you know, who his former self was, right? Uh, so maybe this would be interesting to see how maybe a Toby Spider-Man or Andrew Spider-Man could sort of mentor the younger Tom Holland version and they could sort of um, le learn from their mistakes that they made in their separate movies and maybe Tom could know what to do and what not to do. That would be interesting. That'd be sp that, and that would serve a cool purpose, right? Toby and Andrew won't just be this for the sake of fan service. Maybe they could play a part in sort of the Tom Holland Peter's possible arc, which I don't know what his arc could be, right? In the Homecoming, his arc was sort of really learning the responsibility of being Spider-Man and maturing uh, and um, sort of, you know, looking out for the little guy. And Far From Home was uh, try not to be Tony Stark, try to be you. It was a half-assed execution, I believe, but just like leaving that alone... I really don't know what Peter Sark could be, which is leaves me worried and intrigued because worried that maybe they'll try to force a character arc that doesn't suit with the previous two movies, but also intrigued that maybe they, the writers could come up with some, like an arc that would be like fitting to where Peter is right now in his emotional state. Um, and if it turns out to be good, that's great. Uh, and I really hope it is. Um, and I really... Here's the thing, you, you see Dr. Strange saying this line in the movie that says, you know, the problem is you trying to balance two different lives, right? And I really hope they go into that. They sort of explore this properly, right? Many of the recent Marvel films, I like them, I've enjoyed them. But I think they have these great ideas for these thematic concepts, but they never really explore it fully. You know, they just, it's a very surface level exploration of it.
they just say it they talk about it about you know talk about it for a bit and then boom movie over like it never really feels odd right um spider-man 2 is a movie about peter sort of spider-man 1 the 2002 one is about peter learning that he has a responsibility with these powers and spider-man 2 is about accepting that responsibility and its consequences right how it could take a toll on his personal life and in spider-man 2 um peter's sort of journey is that he is going to go through shit and he is going to really have a difficult time balancing spider-man and peter parker life but he still chooses to be selfless and he still chooses to be spider-man and help people accepting the fact that it could hinder his personal life so it's not 100% happy ending it's a bit bitter sweet but i think it's perfect for that so i'm i'm not saying do exactly what spider-man 2 did because spider-man 2 is a very sort of small focus story right you just have spider-man and doc ock and you have the sort of personal story about peter parker whereas no way home you have everyone from every movie ever coming into this movie so it could be a big mess um but i think if you still have a focused story about peter parker and if you still have a focused narrative and a focused journey i think um this could make the film less messy and still have the sort of beating heart and core to it that could resonate with many people um i hope that peter sort of has this arc of accepting the responsibility and sort of dealing with it and um yeah i really hope uh, this film turns out well i just wanted to talk about it let's see the new trailer i really don't want um toby or andrew to appear in the new trailer if they're appearing in the movie cuz i want to be surprised in the theater you know uh, but you never know i really hope they show somewhat the same footage with some new things to speculate which is fun um i won't be speculating much i just want to talk about what i'm excited for uh, what i hope they do and what i'm worried that might happen which i don't want it to happen uh but yeah um I'm really excited for No Way Home. I hope it's good. Thank you guys for listening and um have a good day.